Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus. dot com slash acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. One, two, three, four. Come join us on this trip. No. <laughs> How did you fuck your hand up, though? I have eczema, bro. Oh, and it's okay. it's, fuck, it's, it's it's Christmas, and for writers, like you know, we can write our own shit and sort of yeah. convince ourselves we're still working, but we literally don't get work 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 till late January next year, whereas. All yeah. the camera people and the other people doing things in film, they can keep going until like all of next week. And I'm just sat here watching them on my Instagram going, Oh yeah, good for you, yeah, woo. And I'm like Same. Same. <laughs> Shit. I'm like I'm out here trying, man. <laughs> and when I get anxious and I start living in my head where all the dark things live, yeah. that's when I'm like <clears throat> Yep. Same. Same. Alright, no, I understand. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> me. Well, on that note, welcome to freeballing, everybody. Yeah, welcome to freeballing. <laughs> when I sleep, I freeball. By the way, just let it all hang out. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, it's too cold. <laughs> it's too, it's too, bro. I sleep it. I sleep with a fucking fan on. You know what's? I, I don't know, man. I just, I've never, I, I've tried doing that once or twice. Yeah, and it's just not comfortable for me. This is not comfortable, like. For you. Like I'll, I'll I'll fall asleep for a little while, then then I'll wake up and I'm like, Nah, man, I need shorts or something. I can't <laughs> I can't do this shit. They're they're they're, they're too free right now. <laughs> I know I said I sleep with a fan on. It's not to keep me cold. Sometimes when it's too cold, I'll just point the fan away. My little ADHD riddled ass. I'm out here saying I need this shit for white noise. <laughs> <laughs> the noise helps me go to sleep. But then, but then. If there's anything that's not the noise of a fan, I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, mm, mm-hmm. 
in summer when I've got like two fans pointed at me, like I need one on yeah. my, you know, me Jimmy Johns and I need one on my face. I've got one pointed at such an angle that I've got this like you've been in my bedroom. <laughs> How has Andrew Sebastian been in my bedroom? You'll never know. You'll never know. You're on the phone of the smell, you bitch. No, <laughs> the, 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 like I've got this little Joker poster. It like it sort yeah. of bangs against the wall because it's like it's just loosely hanging. Mm-hmm. Bro, it all it is is a little. My my mic is picking this up. By the way, I can tell. It's so annoying. I will wake up from the deepest sleep, just yeet this mm-hmm. fucker into non-existence. I don't because it's fragile. <laughs> I just take it off and I put it down on the floor. That's yeah. how, like, beyond fan noise and AC noise. Like mm-hmm. when I'm in America, I just use the AC. Beyond that kind of shit. Nah. You, you, like, you can open my door and I'll know. I'll be like, yo, what up? Who's in here? <laughs> it's worse when I'm alone, man. Because, like, all the sound is, like, echoed and shit. I'll be playing games with yeah. my headphones. I'll think I'll hear something downstairs. I'll like, hang on, boys, got to pause. Yeet the headphones off. I'll stand at the top of the banister and just be like, yo, if you're in here, just know I'm a big-ass, butt-ass naked. Like... <laughs> And now my friends know that sometimes I'm playing games but as naked. <laughs> Billy? <laughs> Billy, is that you, Billy? Fuck Billy, Billy's dead! <laughs> no, I, I was... Oh, fuck, what the fuck was I going to say? I'm totally thrown now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> You're thinking about my junk? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I was... Um, so, like, I, I usually... I can't sleep when it's quiet. It, it, it's it's so unnerving for me. Mm. So I've gotten into the habit of sleeping to like listening to like wrestling podcasts and stuff like that. I know. <laughs> I've heard. And, I've and heard like, them. I used to live with you. And like, <laughs> and again, the, the the thing is though, it's like it has to be a wrestling podcast or I can't sleep. No, I can't listen because I've tried it. I was like, um, you know, because there there was a day when there just wasn't anything new out. And I was like, all right. Fuck it, I'll just I'll listen to something else and nope, couldn't do it. I I get so engaged with the other shit that I can't sleep. No. And I'm like, oh <laughs> fuck. <laughs> sometimes I've listened to ASMR. Sometimes that's helped. No, that shit makes me uncomfortable. It, it has to it has to be like the right ASMR though. Like there's there's some disturbing shit out there that's like no, like, it's all disturbing it's to me. It's all disturbing to you. It's all disturbing to me. Don't Can't like do it. Someone's close to the mic and whispering to you, Sebastian. I I don't. I really don't. I do not. I it's one of those things where it's like if it doesn't make sense in my head, it just doesn't. It just bothers the shit out of me. It's like, why are you making a living talking like this? That's fucking weird, man. Like I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. You see, Sebastian, that wasn't ASMR. That was a uh, low voice ASMR. You need to like sort of bring it down from the back of your throat a little bit. You need to be, you need to be calm. You need to be gentle. That's the uh, the whole point of ASMR. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a whole episode like whispered. Oh jeez. <laughs> we'll just title like, it. This episode. This episode will help you sleep. <laughs> it literally that wouldn't bother me except for the fact that I would have to edit it and hear it and it would uh, it just nah, go right through you. 
It's just like, oh, I, mean, I could edit an episode that. for once. <laughs> Ed, pick up the slack, man. You let the team down. <laughs> you out here telling telling me when we're going to record, what we're going to record. I'm out here thinking, we got to do all that shit. Then I got to edit it. Then I got to upload it. You just out here talking, motherfucker. <laughs> you just talent. You just, you, you just the voice. <laughs> none, none of us are the face. <laughs> We got the we got the face for a Spotify a Spotify podcast. <laughs> Ugly as fuck. <laughs> I, I I just it just I'm just thinking about his his joke from the James Franco roast and Nick Kroll's talking about Seth Rogen and it's like you've oh. got you've got an or a writing and directing partner Evan Goldberg. What the fuck does this guy look like that you're the face of the operation? <laughs> I remember when you sent me that. It's funny how like the, oh, the, the, the lasting memory of the James Franco roast was a Nick Kroll about Evan Goldberg. That goes to show how like no one wanted to be around James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's crazy because just before we get into everything that we're talking about, like that roast was good mm. until James Franco started talking. He, yeah, that's like most he just wasn't Franco's in. Like now, just, now that we come to now that we funny. come to think about it, yeah. Even even his character in Pineapple Express. Why am I sat here cleaning a penknife, bro? This is a I... one way trip to A and E before Christmas that no one wants. But there's like little yeah. pieces of sellotape on it, and of course my ADHD kicks in and thinks if someone's going to use this and it's not going to cut properly, so I'm going to help them. I'm still doing it. Um, uh, it's even, it's, even his character in Pineapple Express, it's just annoying. Yeah. Like, dude, just, just yeah. sell me weed and fuck off. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not that hard. I don't need friends. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so just before we... Before we get into like the nitty gritty, we want to talk about the Golden Globes a little bit because nominations were announced. Can but... we just can we just say a, a quick rest in peace to Andre Brower? Fucking yep, love that's fuck, exactly what we're gonna do. Fucking love that guy. I I he that, was everything that man touched was gold. He was absolutely one of the most talented people on the planet, and he was incredibly funny on Brooklyn Nine Nine. He did a lot of amazing work on mm-hmm. the show Homicide. Homicide, like, homicide, life on the streets. Jesus Christ. And it's, I mean, the man's six. The man, he was sixty-one. That he's way, he's way too young. My dad is so and, close um, to that age. I'm like, yo, bro. Yeah, no, don't my, get, don't get same, me, dude, don't like get me thinking. <laughs> yeah, no, my like my dad's, my dad just turned sixty-two this year, so it's just like, fuck me, man. Yeah, there's it's, a little um, bit of perspective in there. Yeah, he uh, apparently it was it was lung cancer that did it. Yeah, he probably yeah, his he, rep- like annoying. Like my my mum was saying that he probably he probably knew about that filming, the final episodes of yeah, Brooklyn. <clears throat> yeah, that's horrible, I mean, man. Fuck, yeah, man. So you our our thoughts and our prayers are condolences out to yeah his his family and you know it's a difficult time especially. Especially around this time of the year, man, it's it's always so hard to lose people around, you know, the holidays and stuff. Because then you just just forever linked mm-hmm. with that. So it's you know, you no, know, especially I'm I'm speaking from experience, so it's it's hard. Yeah, and I you know I really I really feel for them. So 
you know, again, my, condol- my condolences to uh, your family around this family. time of year. It was this time. It was this time last year, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Man, it was. Sorry, it was. Man. It was. It was rough. Earlier this week, it was um my grandma's birthday, so that was that was a rough one. And then you know, the one year is coming up, so we're like mentally, emotionally preparing for that, and you know, so it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be rough. The holidays are always are going to be rough, you know, moving forward. So surround yourself with loved of... ones, man. That's like you know, you got you, you got yeah. your brother, you got your sister. I don't want to reveal too much about you and your your family, but you got <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got more than he's got more than two, or does he? Um, <laughs> little does he know, this summer Sebastian is going to find out. His family's a whole lot bigger, and he's already Mexican, so he's fucked. <laughs> So I had to find a way to put a smile on your face, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah. Right. You know my you know my family loves your family. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Right, Golden right, Globes. Bro, let's get into did these I do Golden Globes? Did I do research? Do I even know what's nominated? No. All I know is that Super Mario hasn't been nominated for Best Animation. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Holy shit. Something wasn't nominated yeah, so... for Best Animation that should have been. Well, so I I've got the nominees and stuff up open over here. So, I have, and best I have animated Google. feature. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the boy in the heron, Elemental, Wish, Super Mario Brothers, uh, Suzume, and Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. That feels like everything. Yeah, I mean, Disney's on here with two of them that I don't think are gonna win. <laughs> Wish. Uh, I honestly think this is a contest Super Mario versus Spider-Man, which is hilarious to me. Uh, you know, I've, uh, I've seen both of those movies. You know, there's mm-hmm. a good, there's a good chance either of them could win, but it like yeah. Spider-Man pushed boundaries. The boy in the heron pushed boundaries. Uh, oh, there was a Netflix animation. I saw someone talk about these. There's a Netflix animation mm-hmm. that hasn't been nominated. I can't remember the name of it though. I apologize. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm. I. I mean, my pick. I'm definitely going for Spider-Man. I. I, lo- I like Super Mario Brothers. I thought I, I enjoyed it. I. I definitely think Spider-Man was the better movie though. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. We're probably going to hear a lot more about that next week. Yeah. <laughs> right. Where, uh, uh, so right, which ones so... did you want to talk about before I jumped in? <laughs> Well, let well. I I figure we'll we'll just talk about the the big the, the big ones. ones. You know, we talked about animation. We talked maybe we talked drama, comedy. You know, I love the big ones, bro. Yes, sir. Shit. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, up next, we got drama, motion picture, and the nominees were Zone of Interest, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Anatomy of a Fall, Maestro, and Killers of the Flower Moon. So thank you for everyone for everyone for participating, but Oppenheimer. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> I've I've heard of the other ones. <laughs> I wanted to see um Autonomy of a Fall, but it came out for like a day over here mm-hmm. and then disappeared. <laughs> Which is why if the holdovers comes out that you currently have in cinemas, yeah. if that ever comes out over here, I don't care what I'm doing, who's around, I wanna go see that shit. Has amazing reviews. Yeah. I need to I need to start doing that more. Because like I was relying on other people to go see Autonomy of a Fall with me, I did know, mm-hmm. 
I like I have heard it's good. Some people have it in their top three this year. Um, annoyed wow. I didn't see it. Past lives, we got adverts for it, but again, never came out over here. At this point, City yeah. World, stop teasing me. Stop getting my little ball sack and just like, and then not doing anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> Fucking a. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely for Oppenheimer on this one. Like it's thus far, it's the only one that I've seen, and I really I was. I told you, man. I has was affected even, by is, that movie. Has Maestro even been released yet? No. I thought this is some cockamamie bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I was fucking wrong. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I think everyone was affected by Oppenheimer. Like creatives were, directors, writers were, even audi- mm-hmm. even audiences. Like <clears throat> the movie. The movie was just powerful yep yep right so next we got musical or comedy motion picture and then the nominees are the holdovers american fiction may december barbie poor things and air when you said american fiction may december i was like that's a weird release date bro i was like oh no that's actually one of the nominations (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Again, is that even out yet? I don't see that on my Netflix. May what, December. What Netflix does Gold the Golden Globes have that I don't? I, I I'm no, I'm pretty sure May December is out already. I saw it on my Netflix the other day. Oh, okay, so my, basically, my Netflix is so focused on giving me currently anime because I watch Cyberpunk Edge Runners and the Blue Eye Samurai documentaries, and then like party related shit and i guess may december's none of those things no no okay, i know cool. like the so. story <laughs> <clears throat> so from what i've seen this it's about an actress of who's played by natalie portman who's researching this teacher hmm. who had an inappropriate relationship with a student of hers Ew. you know she's she's gonna pl- she's gonna play that teacher so she wanted to research and turns out that this teacher it has has like full on married to the student that she had that affair with. Damn. Like they have a life and everything. So she's like researching them and getting to know them and just a bunch that's of other stuff. That's what I and wanted like, David Duchovny I'm... to do in Californication like one season because that student was fine. Can I just know, say she, that, that shit that was, was okay in age. Californication? Yeah. Like <laughs> this isn't David Duchovny. Uh, like, oh, that. 12 year old man like no nah, it's not that it's not yeah, that no, yeah no. weird <laughs> <laughs> and like so uh, okay so here's here's what bothers me about this movie and also are you also what, you watch you watch my december no it's from what i've seen again i i haven't seen the movie so this is just you know based it, me bullshitting based on the the the, cover uh, of the, film, okay. the book of the cover or whatever yeah yeah but like it doesn't feel like a comedy no from what you've said that doesn't like either it's a musical and it's been nominated but it definitely doesn't doesn't feel like a comedy has wonka Mm -hmm. not come out like close enough to be nominated i feel like that should be i know in here the movie itself isn't nominated but i know timothy chalamet is nominated in terms of you know for acting wow hang on i need to go left to right with this one bitch Wow! So basically, <laughs> this is best picture comedy. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, 
musical if if there's nothing else left to be nominated. Yeah, but that but it kind of goes back to something that you and I were talking about the other day. Well, well I was kind of bitching about to you where it's like <laughs> these things that call themselves comedies when they're really fucking not. And I this I feel like this is the reason because they know they're not good enough to get into the drama. But if we call ourselves a comedy, we can slide right into that. I shit. know where you're going with this. Air is funny, but not a comedy. No, no. Barbie I'd rather to see. I'd rather to see Air maybe. I don't know. Take over Zone of Interest or Maestro in Best Motion Picture Drama. Mm-hmm. It's got no chance of winning either. I'm glad it's been nominated because it's one of those movies that I think not enough people saw. Me and my dad would yeah. like me. It's it's that time of year where I'm meeting with the boys. Even me and my dad are going out having a couple of drinks, and we're talking like, mm-hmm. "What have you seen? What do you like?" Because I've got like this, you know. Every, if you've been <clears> with <throat> me, you know I have this kind of like letterboxed list of everything I've watched this year, and yeah. I've like single I've singled out things that have like I've IMAXed or even been to the cinema for. And Air was mm-hmm. one of, like Air had like the majestic majestic opportunity of being something else or twice. That doesn't really happen anymore. Um, but I just, yep. I just thought it was so good, and I was like, "Look, Dad, I don't know when you're gonna see this." And then I realized, "Oh, actually, it's Amazon. So when it's finished, it's gonna go straight to Amazon Prime." Mm-hmm. But I'd prefer yep. you to see this in the cinema. It's, it's really good. But like, I laughed at some bits. Like, mm-hmm. it's, but comedy? Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. So. All right, so what I want what I, what I want to talk about is one of the the newer categories okay. this year, and um, so it's cinematic and box office achievement. Now these are the movies that, without this category, I don't think would ever even be considered for a Golden Globe, aside from like maybe effects or something, and even then it's a stretch. But the nominees for this one are John Wick Chapter Four, uh-huh. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Uh-huh. Barbie, Oppenheimer, Super Mario Bros, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part oh, 1, no. and Taylor I've Swift seen, Era's yeah, Tour. It's between that and fucking Barbie, bro. It's so... Why is this... Why is that being nominated? Which, That's which not one? a movie. Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. It, no, Taylor it, Swift. It, it is. It is. It's like it's one of those living documentary movies. It's not. It's not it's, just a concert. It, it, no, it's not just a concert. It's like it, it, like you see her going in, right. in in and out of like planning and like I know someone that went to one of these and like you like the one in L.A. You had the day mm-hmm. where you watched the rehearsal and then you got the actual concert a day later kind of thing. It was like a two. It was like a two day oh. thing. You could get like you could get tickets that fuck? good kind of shit because if you were so close where the camera could see you, they had to make sure mm-hmm. it was like, hey, you know, you you bought this ticket, but we're gonna move you over here. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're you're an uggo, so here you go. <laughs> Here's some money back, <laughs> Jesus, and a letter from Tay-Tay saying bun you, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it was like it's a whole it, it's a whole thing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not just like sit down watch a concert like. Um, like we call them live events, like because you can even see, mm-hmm. like yeah, uh, you can even see theater in in Sydney World. Like mm-hmm. if, if something's been sold out, 
um but like you know it's in the royal uh, royal opera house in london it'll it like they have the ability to like sort of stream and televise and it'll go out to like cine mm-hmm. worlds across the country kind of thing I've d- yeah. i did it for macbeth and then a pink floyd concert which is pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But yeah well, I, I know for I a mean... fact that this is like there's actual like day in the life with tay tay kind of shit you know if you if you if you're, if you're, if you're I mean... a fan you call it tay tay I mean, I guess, I mean, still, I'm. No. I guess yeah. I can give it too much I'm shit. still, I'm still, I'm still no. Like, honest, like, Barbie's probably going to win, but Taylor yeah. Swift is person of the year. It mm-hmm. kept your country out of an, out of recession with just paying hundreds and thousands of people per state with a singular tour. That's never been done. Will never be done. Yeah. Uh, this is a yeah. sort of like a. How we wish right. we could give you an award for that, but we can't. So here, have this. But I yeah. like Spider Man. It was a borderline flop. Mission Impossible flop. John Wick Chapter Four. It was good, but you forget about it. T minus five minutes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. More people watched this on Disney Plus than went to the cinemas. Yeah. Oppenheimer was good, but again. Is it, talk- it, I mean, if this is cinematic is... achievement, yeah, like box I, I, office. A lot of these are box I mean, office failures. Some of them are cinematic yeah, so it, achievements. It definitely feels like this is this is Barbie's category. It's yeah, this is Barbarina. Yeah. That and then are they going to get musical and comedy as well? I don't know. Right now, Barbie, from what I can tell, has seven nominations throughout the whole thing. More than more than fucking Oppenheimer. I know we were talking about it just before we came on. That I want to like. What did we talk about when I came on? Or when we were talking? The holdovers. I, I want to see the holdovers. Like that. Yeah. You know. mm-hmm. I, I I hear I hear only good things. Uh, yeah, it's the one with um, Paul Giamatti, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I every time I see the trailer. <laughs> my ass off this dude running away he, he leaps off this thing and he like hurts himself he starts screaming and for some i just i just laugh dude because <laughs> he's being such a dick he gets what he deserves <laughs> i thought you were gonna talk about him <laughs> and that like the potential rhino we almost got that he played <laughs> that was a thing <laughs> yeah right this, um, this, so, i feel like the winner of this is just going to annoy me mm-hmm. the yeah, cinematic same. box office achievement i'm glad that it's been i'm glad that it's here i feel like the oscars yeah. should do something similar because whatever mm-hmm. they pick for best picture like what what won a couple of years ago during that the covid oscars whether we're in a, like a train station nomad nomads yeah jesus fuck who even watched that no idea. No idea. Aye, aye. And of course, you know, Francis, right. Francis McDormand had to get her two cents in like she usually does. Yawn. Yep. Right, quit <laughs> Safari. Turn the Wi-Fi off because I don't All right, everybody. So We have to get those back the... to where we were last week. Yes, sir. So those were the Golden Globes that we wanted to talk about for now. If you want more, look them up. They're online. They're, they're everywhere. They're fucking... All over the place. The Golden Globes are going to be airing on January seventh. For you guys, year, I think. we don't get them. For for us, uh, you don't get them at all. We get the so we have 
E that was overtaken by FX over here in terms of streaming, mm -hmm. and we get E from the live carpet. As soon as that's finished, get fucked. <laughs> that's so fucked. Who who oh, do, who, who's bullshit. it on? Where's it on? NBC, CBS. I want to say CBS. CBS. Is I it? could. Yeah, I think it's CBS. There's a chance yeah, so. we may get it after the fact on Disney Plus, mm -hmm. like a highlight from the Golden mm -hmm. Globes, but no, nowhere's going to do yeah. it live. Nah. That's oh man, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're we'll, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk. We're gonna jump back into the universe of American Pie. This time, we're talking about Despinops. Oh my god. So stick around. We'll be right back. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Alright, so American Pie. We 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 got into we got into pretty good detail about mm. You know, the main series Indeed. last week. And now we're talking the spinoffs, which I want to, before we get into that, I just want to talk about your experience with the fact that they even fucking exist. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's probably some listeners that are like spinoffs, plural. There's more than one. Mm -hmm. There's five of these fuckers, but you can, yep. you, like, we're, you know, we we we're, we're talking about four. The fifth one is where our message about the future of American Pie is going to be. We'll save that one to last. Yeah. Let's start. Ra let's rank the. Let's rank the four that we know that people may know of, mm -hmm. and then we'll leave like yeah. the dead last till last because that's where the message so, of the future of American. So Pie start is be. one. So one to five. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So one of the. All right. So one of the things I want to talk about before we get into that though is like. The idea of straight to DVD, yeah, like because I because one of the one, every time I think of straight straight to DVD, now you are forever associated with that. When you know talking about you know the the Disney straight to DVDs and watching your fucking mind melt at the fact that these movies even exist, <laughs> I thought it was just a Family Guy clip. Jafar made me glasses. <laughs> I thought, like, oh, look at these like Lion King movies they're making fun of. Nope. Nope. <laughs> they all exist. <laughs> but you know what's you know what's crazy? Like, specifically for these movies, they they took advantage of the fact that they're not getting that they weren't going to be getting a theatrical release and just went balls to the wall. Cause like, you know, you think American Pie, you think 
you think sex, you think nudity, mm-hmm. but if you watched all, you watch all the main movies, it's one of the things that we didn't really talk about last week that was like, it just kind of hit me today. There's really only one like big nude scene in each movie. Mm-hmm. Like in, in the first one, you got Nadia and the, the camera, the, the webcam. And the second one, you got those two chicks who were messing with the, with the guys yep, yep, yep. in the third one, you got the bachelor party. Yes. And in the fourth one, you've got Jim trying to get his neighbor back into her house and she's topless. <laughs> That's a good scene. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's really funny, but like we, when we talk about these spinoffs, they cranked everything they, up as we'll, as we'll get into. Was cranked, but, every, yeah, everything was ter- like the, the sort of less story, more, ex- more extreme, mm-hmm. more extreme. Yeah. Yeah, but that's because of yep. the, the audience they were going for. There's like there's two different audiences for the the DVD generation. There was the Disney mm-hmm. family audience, and then there was the, what what Matt Damon calls the saviors of cinema to a certain extent, because mm-hmm. if you were a good movie and word of mouth connected, you went from college to college high school to high school to college major and then by that time it, almost in a kind of facebook kind of way you made you you made your way internationally so you made it to our universities mm-hmm. our like secondary schools and shit movies were passed around you know you went like you went to the bargain bucket you know you went to hmv you got the like i'm pretty sure that they did this deal for like free for 20 mm-hmm. and i was like you know, to quote Jesse Plemons from um, Game Night, how is that profitable for Frito Lay? Like, ha- like that's why that's why HMV went down. The one for free for twenty, the like with the, the free for mm-hmm. twenty was never profitable, never was, never will. And yeah. even now, it's like it's two for twenty five. And I was like, you, you want, like, you can call, you know, I call myself he, not him, because I will never be him. <laughs> Like, <laughs> and I think, you know, American Pie is like the spinoffs are a testament to mm-hmm. the power of word of mouth through the just what is now the toxic party culture in America that, you know, yeah is on that has been on a da- decline. And if you think it is, you are, you're blind. There are so many universities mm-hmm. You're like, oh, yeah, our, univer- mm-hmm. our university is different. No, it's not. Our university has yep. all these regulations. Uh, no, they don't. So. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do things over here. Now we'll do them over here. <laughs> yep. We used to do things it's, on it, campus. Now we'll do them off campus. <laughs> it's, you're in college. You want to party. That's it. That, that shit goes hand in hand. You know, and, and these movies really, it takes that shit to a whole other level. I'm so, you know, let's... Let's kick, let's kick in. That's what you did let's before the party. I don't know about you, but before yep. before the party, you got a couple. You, you know, you got a raunchy movie out. You had a couple of beers. You got yourself going. Yeah, and I'm so let's. I mean, we're doing it. We're doing this backwards. Doing so we're starting with our number start one. High. Number one. Number one is American Pie presents Beta House. Beta so, House. So. This this one and and our our the next movie we're going to talk about are the only two movies in this in the spin-off series that actually are connected. Uh-huh. And um 
you know the direct sequel, direct sequel, and you know, that thing together. So, no, and, what, um, so if we t- if you consider the the one before it, Naked Mile, as American Pie one, American Pie Bait House being number two again, the sequel is better than the original. <laughs> yep, it is. In I will say. Beta House for me was just the better one because there was just like I don't know there's so much more over the top shit in Beta House I felt like there was more of a story and it felt like it didn't feel like your traditional American Pie movie no where it's like it's about a a guy or a friend's trying to lose their virginity and this and that this felt a little more like okay like we've done that let's do something different like this the the whole focus of Beta House is a rivalry between these two fraternities, mm-hmm. and you know they they, they they so they're sick they're sick to death of each other, so they resolve to compete in what they call the Greek Olympiad. Yeah, and Which it's is just, just a series pie, of yeah, and it, but it's a series of games and challenges that get really really increasingly fucked up. Yeah, the Russian ru- the Russian support. roulette, bro. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Oh, okay. uh, but it, it it's it's because of that it's just a balls to the wall party good time friends getting to it's like you said you get to get a couple of friends together at the beginning and you're just it's it's good times man it, it's, it, it's, yep. it's good insane fucking times and one of the things i will say that all of these movies have in common is each and every single movie has a stifler mm-hmm and Beta House and Naked Mile are the only ones with two stifflers. Yes. You you know, one being kind of the, the more closeted nerd and the other one being more akin to Steve Stifler, you know, Stone William Scott's character in yeah. American Pie. He's but he, he's not an asshole though. He's not an asshole. He's a he's, he's a no, cool dude. He wants it's his... a reinvention of the stiffler name, I think. Mm-hmm. Because they, they have yeah, the, and I they, think it's really good. Got, like the one the one they use in Bandcamp is just a complete cunt. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I, I think like the best thing for me about Beta House is sometimes I want to watch a movie that captures like the college experience, and like mm-hmm. I've seen Blue Mountain State so many times that like I can I can almost quote every episode. It's like a once every yeah. couple of years thing now for me. But like Beta House mm-hmm. is one of those movies like it's so. Like it's so under the radar in terms of you know, term what movie I want to watch that I stick this on. I'm just like, yes, it's extreme, but like I'd say at least the first hour or so, and then towards the end, I think it's like the most accurate representation of the college experience. In ter- mm-hmm. in terms of why is Uber Eats telling me about tracking my order? Oh no, it's it's. Just telling me I can place an order, fucking weirdos. I was like, "Hang on, who's who, who's ordered what?" <laughs> and is it, it better be coming to me? <laughs> but like, I I know some people are like, well, "I don't want college that you go to." Like, I went to one, that, you know, I got wasted all the time. Mm-hmm. In my first year of university, halfway through the year, they told us, "Oh, all you need to do is pass," and I'm like, "I've been waking up at six o'clock in the morning." To listen to some dumb bitch who failed in her own line of field to try and tell me what I need to do to be successful as a thespian actor? Bun you, man. The pub is right there. 
I didn't say any of that shit. I just like, but it was like there was a collective agreement where all my friends just looked. Yeah. We just looked at each other and we just went. I don't know. Pep. Like. <laughs> kind of set tickets from someone we've officially reviewed so <laughs> jog on <laughs> literally where we worked for the most part was around the corner five minute walk away from the nearest pub mm-hmm. if like there's so there's so many times where you see like the reoccurring bar the reoccurring pub in like a movie like the doghouse for american pie the goat house for Blue Mountain State. That was the old the old pint pot was my goat house, my dog house. Like I until it reinvented itself, they actually had the yard of ale thing, you know, the thing that concaves has the curved bottom. It's like it's a whole yard, you have to drink it as fast as possible. I held the motherfucking record on that son bitch. I, I saw I saw Christ. someone I saw someone do it and fail it. I was like, oh yeah, go on then. And then the very next day, we were in there. Some guy was some freshman, because I have no idea how to call it. First year is what we call them. They were trying to impress their girl, like some girls, downing a pint. They didn't do it. And I was like, we were outside smoking. And I was like, should I just go get a pint? Knock on the window. And then down in front of him, he's like, Ed, why have you already said something? He's like, oh, okay. There's a dust cloud of where Ed was. I come back, not with one pint, but two. And I was like, you like them apples? Bosh, bosh. (laughs) <laughs> can't do it anymore I, if i try to down two yeah. points now that's my night bro <laughs> i will spew <laughs> but i used like you know that one the one guy that's in these movies beta house and naked mile the um the crazy mm-hmm. guy the big guy that's that's now in letter kenny oh yeah me Basic animal. If, if, any, <laughs> if like if people haven't seen naked mile and beta house but they have seen animal house animal from Mm. me mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yep i see it <laughs> <laughs> you've seen it motherfucker i've seen I mean, it as, i've seen the it. amount of pictures i used to do in fantasia how am i alive and then we went to I shots fuck. at adios motherfuckers and then we went to irish trash cans and beat-ups how am i how am i here i ask you how i don't know dude <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yes, uh, Bait House is is number one because I think I feel like the characters had a chance to step into the role a bit more, express mm-hmm. themselves a bit more. It was more than just it's the only it's the only American Pie where beyond American Pie two, which is why this one is kind of like a spiritual companion. It's not just driven by sex. Yeah, I know that's yep. the the strongest American pies are the ones for me that aren't just driven by sex. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to Naked Mile, Naked which is driven by sex. We were even correct because IMDb for Bait House is five point three and Naked Mile is five point one. So take that with a grain of salt. And you know what's, <laughs> it, you know it, it's it's crazy because like you when I think about Naked Mile, the idea of um, yeah, it's about you know getting sex and stuff but it's the story of body confidence it's effectively yeah because like this guy his you know eric stifler he he is his last name is stifler so there's like an expectation there's there's an expectation for him to be this 
insane fucking party guy who's getting laid on the regular and this and that but he's just he's just a normal nice dude he's got a girlfriend who kills his grand who kills his grand we're not gonna tell you how but if you see the movies in the first five minutes (laughs) and you know but i think on top of it's not because you know like you said the best american pie movies are the movies that are about sex and yes this guy wants to get wants to have sex but i feel like it's more so this dude has is just surrounded by this pressure mm. to live up to his family name. Yeah, hundred percent. And I feel like that's I think that's more of what this movie's about. Like this, like the the pressure of living up to you know the fam the familial expectations. Because like his dad gets on his ass about still being a virgin, and like you know his his friends get on his ass about being a virgin and this and that. And the only person who seems to be okay with the fact that he's still a virgin, that he's taking his time, that he wants to do it because he's in love with someone, is his cousin, Dwight Stifler, the the, the, the insane leader of Beta House. <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, I, I, I think it's cool, man. Like, you know, we have a fucked up family and it seems to be like you're the only normal one. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, God yeah, damn, Yeah, he dude, has that's a good moment where, where, he talk, where he does kind of like... He wants Eric to maintain the normal one to be. He wants him mm-hmm. to be a different stifler, and I think yep. this is another testament to how great colleges is in America. They don't play American football; they play rugby, right? I think so. When they get beaten by the um, the dwarf house, I don't. I know yeah, we're not allowed I mean, to yeah. say that, and I don't want to say midgets. Just the Peter Dinklage fraternity. They they win, man. So like, like <laughs> they get theirs. I don't know what to call them anymore. You can't call anyone anything without getting told off. I needed. We, we can only use our voices. We can't use memes or emojis right now to express something differently or gifs or some shit. We have to. We have to say it how it is. These motherfuckers lose. I think it is. No, it is rugby. Yeah, I think yeah, and that is that is American that is that is American colleges, especially mm-hmm. in the Midwest where it, it was a chance to like sort of just get a little bit more from the world. Yep, and it was you know, in like this is the closest we came to college in American Pie since American Pie Two, and even then, in American Pie Two, it's it's five minutes. Mm-hmm. It, 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 yeah, at most, it, it, it's, it's just the beginning. Like, I don't know who wrote or directed this one. I don't think John Hurwitz were involved right now for Naked Mile. If they were, then I mean, these motherfuckers are just after watching the first few episodes of Obliterated and seeing their names on it. I'm like, okay, they like doing Cobra Kai, but they miss this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if, like, a a future American Pie failure will make them come back mm-hmm. and do like a sort of re-reunion or just like yeah. their own reimagining because they they've definitely mm-hmm. got that sort of you know they make they make what they like man and I love that about them yeah 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 same yeah um they're really they're really like- starting to resonate with me as, as a creator and I just think whoever made american a naked mile wrote directed produced basically says why have we never been in college before mm-hmm. this this, this is where american pie should live 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I definitely think like what the idea of the naked mile is such a great story backdrop for an American pie movie. Like the idea of all these students after finals and stuff, just cause there, they're, cause there are schools that do this, you know, they're not necessarily naked, but like underwear runs, like, yeah. you know, everyone's running around in their underwear. Like they do a mile around the school. And obviously this movie takes it up a notch with all the people being naked and shit. But like, it's, this isn't an unheard of phenomenon around colleges and stuff, you know? Mm. And it's you something do that weird shit. Yeah. And you, especially like after finals, cause like it, you, you've, you forget sometimes the amount of pressure that gets put on college students. Like if you, if, um, in the movie accepted, like that's a big thing that they explore mm. about, you know, you know, when this guy builds his own college another and shit, DVD, like, another, know, another DVD champion. No, the, it, well, that movie got a theatrical release. It just did better on DVD. Like, yeah, like wait, like, that's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I mean about the DVD champion. Like, that's what Matt Damon mm-hmm. said. Like, that's what in his, well, I need to find the interview. I need to send it to you. He, he mentions like a bit of the budget was put aside to make sure there was enough DVD merchandise because they knew that was like almost re-releasing the movie. You could do, you could release yep. the trailers again. You could do billboards mm-hmm. again. You could tease it. Yep. You can then finally release it. And then you can do the DVD. Mm-hmm. And then by Christmas, you can do, oh, hey, here's the collector's edition, the unrated edition. I can't remember the yep. last time I didn't see any American Pie that wasn't the unrated edition. But just going back to yep. the and like mm-hmm. Naked Mile and like sort of the almost real life aspect to it. We're mentioning the Naked Mile. I know you dirty motherfuckers out there just going, oh, that's what Will Ferrell does in old school because of naked mile <laughs> we're gonna run naked for the court we're streaking we're gonna go through the gymnasium through the court oh hey honey <laughs> frank <laughs> so from from these from naked from naked mile and beta house mm. We come into what I call the the, the loose premise, the niche, because the, 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 the niche, if so to speak. No, well, because like, so here's here's the thing for me with 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 Bandcamp and and Book of Love, their entire premise for both of these movies is based off of a line or two from fucking the original American Pie movies. Yes, Bandcamp. Yeah. I mean. Obviously, it was the smart choice to like, go to. I think it is. It is. I, I I will give you in terms of it, especially for it being the first of the of the spinoffs of the straight to DVDs. I definitely think it was it was definitely the right call. And one we you know one of the things we haven't mentioned up to this point is that the other big thing that connects a lot of these movies is Eugene Levy. Yes, Mister Levenstein, pop making popping up and being and again still being the voice of reason and still being a helping hand he, he's a very integral part in beta house and naked mile a, l- a little more so here in, in in no more so in those movies than in than in band camp yeah. i would say like he's just kind of there to like establish the fact that this is still within the american pie universe it focuses on steve stifler's younger brother who i who we technically met in American Pie too, right? 
and one the little kid oh is that that guy i think that's who this is supposed to be okay i mean i hate it the actor they chose yeah i don't i'm not, not i don't i don't he yeah no he is very much a piece of shit yeah they definitely <laughs> kind of maintained that oh you know stifler just fucks up and then he'll have mm-hmm. that moment of redemption later in the movie and it like it just tried yeah. to sort of recreate just american pie with the like you know let's what if american pie focused wholly on a stifler and like mm-hmm. you know in the mid 2000s there was more of a chance of you getting expelled or like being told to go to summer camp to sort of like reconcile for everything you've done and he goes up and he fucks it up yeah. for that kind of thing it's it's kind of cool mm-hmm. to suggest that like you know being the younger brother to like to the main to the mainstay stifler kind of like you know, it's going to have a knock-on effect. And I think that's kind yeah. of where Naked Mile and Beta House, for me, coming good. It's like, that kind of dies off. Especially in Beta House, when they're being driven by Shoot McGavin. And, mm-hmm. he, and like, he has with him at all times the list of, like, women he's fucked. And, and it's just like, you know, our our main, our main stifler in, in those movies is almost polar opposite to the point where you yeah. know he might not like shoot us like you in a stifler like what the fuck i know what's with the you brought up the list my favorite part is when he's give, he gives the list to his son and he's looking at it's like why are all these names after mom's like oh, i'm just gonna take that back <laughs> why is my mom on there his mate sees the list <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i mean with with Bandcamp, it's also with Bandcamp you get the first mention of like the Jim and Michelle's kid because it's the whole reason Mr. Levenstein is there is because she's pregnant with, and um so that kind of that that carries on yeah into the main one so I feel like this is the only one in terms of like connection to the main film that really has a little more substantial connection yeah but but even then it's like. Matt Matt Stifler's not a he's not a good character, and I, I'm not even talking about like, oh, in, in terms of what he does, I'm talking in just like the way he's written, the way he's performed. There's nothing even when he's doing his redeeming shit, he's not really all that redeeming. No, you know that he's there's just nothing. I, I don't know. He's so he's such an off-putting character. This is the most naughties like mm-hmm. american american pie gets me with the whole like is this the one that i watched and i and i taught like i let you know that they possibly filmed in envision eight for like a couple of scenes it was either this one or book of love maybe there's definitely one of the I'm american sure. pie spin-offs that films in envision eight where like we filmed and it's like <laughs> it's just weird you know like it's you know it's sets and i just think you know if you want a movie around about 2005 that isn't American by Bandcamp, uh, Euro Trip. Pretty sure that's the same year. Yeah. Yeah. They tried to do the whole Revenge of the Revenge of the Nerds, but failed because Revenge of the Nerds is just goated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, I... maybe. <laughs> so from one thin premise, we come into another one. Yeah. The, the, uh, this is the. Love. Finished. Well, beyond the other one we have to talk about, 
this is the the finnest of the Finns. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it, this is like it it's one of those blinking you'll miss it moments. Like this is this stems from the beginning of the first American Pie where Kevin's older brother tells him about this book mm-hmm. that's supposed to like have all these crazy sex secrets and stuff like that and you know Kevin takes the book, he reads it, he learns about it. And it's ultimately what helps him get Vicky to orgasm for the first time. Yeah. So the premise of this movie is the movie is the book gets destroyed. These guys find the book and they're working with a bunch of other people from it. This is very much a cameo of the greatest actors from some of the greatest sex comedy movies of all time coming together to put this book together. I forget. I've I've completely forgotten this movie. That's why in my notes I've even said I don't remember this one well. Yeah, I I don't know why and I. That do. sounds like a great. <laughs> that sounds like a great like the potential for a great scene. That's like an Anchorman before Anchorman. And it was because there's there's an entire montage of like when they're putting the book together, calling all the like the alumni <laughs> that they um. And hold on, I want to I want to try to pull up the 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 list the cast yeah the list so Eugene Levy yeah big one Mr. Levenstein which for me honestly which is crazy to me is like even though these movies don't really give him a lot to do they add to the fucking lore, lore of yeah. Mr. Levenstein yeah. and it's he's, and it's really a, fucking cool. he's a freak <laughs> he he really fucking is. So you've got Curtis Armstrong. In oh, this. okay. So uh, Reven- Revenge, you know, Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. And also <laughs> Megatron uh, from fucking Supernatural. <laughs> Sherman Helmsley. I mean, he's he's not, you know, an uh, 80s sex movie com- icon or whatever, but he's he, he is comedic fucking royalty. Okay. And the fact that he agreed to do this, he, he plays the pastor. And the church where when um the fucking the guy the guys are like one of the guys is talking to his girlfriend about having sex and they're like there's a microphone in this confession booth and they're like everyone can hear them talking and he talks about how his dad was like his dad's a beta and he did he like fucked a bunch of people and then his mom her mom was a slut and apparently at one point she needed to get her fucking stomach pumped after a one night with the football team. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Funny. So, okay, so I found I found some other ones. Dustin Diamond, he is Screech and Saved by the Bell. Oh my god! See Thomas Howell. Dustin Diamond didn't he get done for like murder? Uh, I don't. Think he definitely got. So. He definitely got arrested. But like, yeah, no, he definitely got. I. He definitely got arrested. I don't know what he got arrested for. He he passed away. He passed not away long ago. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, of, of uh, so we got to uh, see Thomas Howell. How do I know see Thomas Howell? The Outsiders. Uh, he was in ET. He's also oh, okay. ET in um Obliterated. Oh, who is he in Obliterated? He's Haggerty. Who has one thumb and just saved Las Vegas? <laughs> this guy. So you got uh, Christopher Knight. 
he was uh he played one of the kids from the Brady Bunch. Oh god. This is some pretty big <laughs> alumni. Tim Matheson. He was the leader of Animal House. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck he was the leader of the Deltas. You got uh is the it bad does. guy in Fletch is how I how I remember him the most. <laughs> okay, and then you got Robert Romanis. He's very very vague, but he was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes, I was going to say that's um he doesn't he play the the chef? No, no, no. He plays um he plays one of the the main guys, one of the main like ticket taker things. He's he has sex with um his friends crush and then he like he finishes way too fast give me his name robert romanis robert oh please just how do i spell that last name (laughs) r-o-m-a-n-u-s roman us romanus i was i was hearing romanis okay yeah 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 He's the uh, the long yeah. the long haired guy the like yeah yeah basically the um the original inspiration for Steve Harrington in Strange Things yep and he's finally all, he's Brett all Michaels <laughs> Brett Michaels fucking Brett Michaels fucking Brett Michaels <laughs> <laughs> I mean like okay so here's the thing with this movie. It it was definitely trying to go back to the roots, you know, high school students trying to lose their virginity and stuff like that. But like, what does what it what it lacks? I think the biggest thing that it lacks is the heart mm-hmm. that the original one had. Because like, there like again, they're, they're, this is an American Pie movie, so there is a stickler. He's so fucking forgettable. Yeah. I thought this was which one is of the not movie. something that I, was, is... I, I thought this was one of the movies that didn't have one. I know there's one in Girls Rules, which we're gonna go to next, but like again, yeah. forgettable. Yeah, and, and that's and that's the crazy thing because like we've talked about all the other all the ones that we've talked about. Every Stifler up to this point has been memorable, has had uh, impact, positive or good. But this motherfucker, he if he wasn't in the movie, it would be the same fucking thing. Yeah, he he literally. Adds nothing and takes nothing away from this fucking movie. That's not the point of Stifler. Nope. You remember nope. every American. Not at you all. remember every other American pie, like you say, for good or worse, because of a Stifler. Yep. Yep. And like, um, what's her name? Jennifer Holland. She's uh in uh, Peacemaker, and she's a James Gunn's fucking... wife. Yeah, she's in this. Fucking hell! I like. I don't want to watch the Book of Love again because I'd rather just watch fucking Naked Mile and Bait House back to back. But I feel like I need to check yeah. out Book of Love again. I, I'm I'm honestly running out of things to say to, beyond you know beyond Same. the fact that it's it's forgettable. That was that's the problem. Like, had the spinoffs just been Naked Mile and Bait House, and maybe like a third to tie it off trilogy for a trilogy kind of thing. Trilogy of mm-hmm. mainstays, trilogy of spinoffs. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe another like before Naked Mile, another high school one. Because the Naked Mile, they're getting mm-hmm. ready for graduation. They're in like they're in their final year, and then Bat House is yeah. they've graduated, and they're mm-hmm. they're going into college. 
uh, I don't know, maybe another college movie where that like they didn't have to rely on the like um uh the older Stifler brother in these movies. Yeah. Like had the other guy like, you know, maintained his status, like they're now the leader of the betas and you know, I mean, 2007 going into save save another like a bait house sequel came out in 2009 you're kind of getting into like you know emo phases becoming a bit of a big thing the youtube kids that's what kind of pushes you know our older guys out kind of thing sort of getting into yeah. you know the new world i noticed a bit of a, a shift <laughs> in just the way people were around 2010 2012 kind of thing went from like the whole new metal and being emo was okay to like sort of just being depressed without the clothes and the music. <laughs> Mum, like I call it the Mumford and Sons era. Everyone started everyone, everyone started wearing bomber jackets and shorts and long socks and fucking f- f- vans went from being skater shoes to these sort of flat fuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shite. Unfortunately, we have to come to what is a movie that I kind of wish didn't existed. I want people to know that it's not because it's an American Pie completely run by girls. Uh, I'm just going to take this one for a little sec. Um, cause, yeah, have you seen this one? Have you seen Girls Rules? I have. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure I told you to, just to so we could both, you know, sort of connect in how I feel like you're the, you're the same. You're the same as me. American Pie was a moment in time. You had to be there. It, it is this. It, this is yeah. It is not for. It is not for now. The main thing I've got in my notes here is that you have to be there. American Pie should should be left alone. Don't keep mentioning it in mainstream media because I really don't want the kids ruining it or judging it for seeing beyond like for seeing beyond the straight white wall. These movies are very straight. They are very white. They cannot be changed. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. But these movies, they belong on the DVD shelves. You know, yeah, a movie this that is... you can come back to with the boys when the beers are flowing, the memories are being relived. They need to be off streamers. They need to be kept away from modern audiences because they just can't enjoy things. That is that. That's the big problem, and that is what this movie tries to do, and apparently what this American Pie reinvention is going to do. American Pie for the new for the new. The new age. There is no American Pie for the new age. They cannot handle this kind of, you know, straight gun movie of kids just wanting sex. Even though that is what they are in high school. That is why you're trying to be famous on TikTok. That is why you're trying to be famous on YouTube. So you can get laid. But as soon as that's Mm -hmm. in a movie, in any kind of way, it's like, oh my god, this is like so old. It's like what my dad used to do. It's like, fuck you, man. Yeah, it is what we used to do. It's what everyone used to do. The first American Pie came out in the nineties. Everyone still does. It's what it's like. Sex drives the world. I know there's some people out there that you know it doesn't drive them, but I'd say it drives about ninety percent of the population. Yeah, you know your life is actually more like you physically and mentally. You are more healthy if you have more sex. You know, it's like it was yeah. never it was never a bad thing, but because I just think because it was so straight and it was so white, that's why these people get angry. 
But I grew, I grew up in a very straight, very white school. Yeah. And and that that's just that's just the way it was. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. like if you want to if you want to call it how it is, maybe the world was just a little bit, maybe it was a little bit wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe more than a little bit, more than a little bit. And, you know, and the world is a little and the world is, you know, the world is stunted because of it, because of the movies that were being put out. But, you know, it's your choice whether or not to watch them. You know, it's your mind. It's your control. It's your money. If you know this movie is going to trigger you as and I'm speaking directly to the annoying fuckers on TikTok (laughs) because it's not Gen Z anymore. It, we're, we're like, mm-hmm. we're like I don't know what they've named this new generation, but it's this They're new called Gen Gen Alpha or Gen something Alpha. Like that. These motherfuckers, man, they can't like, they can't just they can't enjoy things. They can't enjoy things for what they are, and that's mm. and that is their problem. And that's where and that's where American Pie was. It was before social media. That's what made American Pie one great. They couldn't just text each other. Even then, yeah. like the setup for the like the the internet. That would blow the minds of Gen Alpha right now. The janky ass webcam, the even mm-hmm. even 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 the like the uh, the dating website that Jim tries to join. Things had to be done like personally. Now everything's about like, do you or do you not have Riz on fucking like an Omegle style chat? How how these videos are still make how these videos are still coming out with Omegle now being gone. I, I don't know, but yeah. like it's just you know yeah now nah. bastions of a bygone era. I know I like to say that phrase a lot, but just you know back in the back in the nineties, back in the two thousands, we had we had Blink, we had Jackass, pre YouTube, pre Snapchat. Mm-hmm. You know you had to you had to live on what your friends what your friends were watching. Yeah. It was it was a good time. You had to be, you know, you had to be there. And I just I just think it was inevitable that an American Pie was going to come out and just like try to do something different and just, like be too woke be and just be not enough American Pie to the point where this movie should have mm-hmm. just been called Girls Rules. Probably would have done better. The f- like the fact is the fact that this movie probably was rated three point nine on IMDb was because mm-hmm. there was an expectation of being an American Pie, and then there yeah. was also the critics' minds of, do we need more American, American Pies? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> no, <laughs> no nah, man. No, I, I mean, it's this is definitely one of those movies that. After reunion, you're like, this is this is a good this is a good, good ending good point. From, it's a good it's a good way to end both you know, just the, the franchise as a whole, and like coming back to this again, it's it's my same argument with with Book of Love. There's no heart, mm. and that's and that's the, that's the thing that I feel like a lot of these these straight to DVD movies they don't need it. You know, this is obviously this is straight to streaming. It was on fucking Netflix and shit. You don't you don't need the heart. You don't need to push some kind of 
story. Like at the end of the day, all all this is it's the same story we've been seeing in all of them with different faces. Yeah, that's it. These are these are people who want to who want to get laid, who are on the verge of getting out of high school and feeling like they need to have sex because that's part of what they you know that's what they need to do. American White Girls Rules is and, American Pie one with girls, and and that's that's pretty much it. And there's I literally remember nothing about this movie. The only thing, the only positive thing from this movie that I think really stuck out was Lizzie Broadway as as Stephanie Sifler. I thought she was great. She's I thought yeah, she was she's hilarious. Which is why she's amazing in fucking Gen V. Yeah. And like like literally every every other aspect of this fucking movie fucking gone. Yeah. I have no idea. But, you know, Lizzie Broadway, fantastic. I'm glad she's in Gen V. She's absolutely killing it in Gen V. And if I need to see her in more this things, is one man. of the reasons that like honestly honest to God, if this is one of the reasons that she was able to book Gen V, then that's the only positive that came out of this fucking movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> for, for for me, a I I got no problem with a comedy around around women. I fucking like, you know, Bridesmaids was amazing. Girls Trip, I think, is hilarious. Mm-hmm. So that that's not the problem. The problem here is that it, this is a franchise that for the that even though we love it, it's been dead and buried for a long time. This is just the exhumed carcass being wrung out for one more oh, fucking thing, horrible. and just miss and just missing every single bit. Every single this is like the the most basic understanding of what American Pie is thrown together and like oh if we put women in the movie people watch it no no all you all all you did was put women in a, in a shit movie and effectively hurt the careers of all these girls yeah congratulations you played yourself congratulations you played yourself and i think with that i think that's gonna do it yeah i think that's gonna <laughs> that's, do it. congratulations great, american pie you that, played yourself congratulations you played yourself you filthy animals <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone that's gonna do it for us if you if you've seen this movies let us know your thoughts if you haven't seen these movies would you even would you want to watch these movies let us know and if you, um, and if you and didn't to, like them good for you yeah yeah, we don't yeah. we don't want to hear from and, we don't want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any negative Nancys. Nah, nah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just remember to like, rate, subscribe, share us, and uh, yeah, get, get next week we're doing our our look back. That'll be fun. We'll have a couple of couple of brewskis and we'll we'll see how that goes. I'm looking forward to I, it. I I know I know for a fact it is not gonna go well for me. <laughs> I was Transformers Rise the, of the, Peace, Sebastian. <laughs> bro, the, the tr- okay, the trend for me with these episodes <laughs> is that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> so that'll be fun to get into. All right. That's it from us. Take it easy. We'll catch you next time. Join us on the trip. Uh, I'm sorry. Now we're throwing out the scripts. I hope we don't charge a penny. I hear the weekend's calling.
Now it's time to start. Free ball. <laughs> 